Dobar dan from Keswick Village. This is the Rorschach Serbia update from the 30th of November, 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Serbia. On Wednesday the 23rd, the European Parliament adopted a resolution that recommended other EU bodies to advance negotiations regarding Serbia's EU membership only if the country aligns with EU sanctions against Russia and makes significant progress on the EU-related reforms. EU parliamentarians also urged a reconsideration of all bilateral and EU funds for Serbia that would benefit the Serbian authorities in order to ensure that all EU expenditure is fully in line with the EU's strategic goals and interests. Tonino Pikula, a member of the European Parliament for Croatia, who proposed the resolution, said that the Parliament wants only democracies that are like-minded to enter the EU. Moreover, the latest public opinion survey shows that more and more Serbs are in favor of imposing sanctions on Russia. The non-governmental organization Center for Research, Transparency and Responsibility announced that the number of those who are in favor of sanctions increased by 10% from May to October this year. Serbia is one of the countries that even though it has candidate status, it did not impose sanctions on Russia. The authorities in Serbia justify their no-sanction policy on the grounds of economic interests and Russia's support when it comes to independence of Kosovo, which neither Serbia nor Russia recognizes. However, Serbia has supported several UN resolutions confirming the territorial integrity of Ukraine and condemning Russia's aggression. Since we mentioned Kosovo, on Wednesday the 23rd, Kosovo and Serbia reached an agreement to end a long-running dispute over car license plates in northern Kosovo. President Aleksandar Vucic said on Thursday the 24th that registration plates issued for Serbs living in Kosovo in the northern town of Mitrovica will remain in use. After two unsuccessful meetings between Vucic and Alibin Kurti, Kosovo's prime minister, Miroslav Lejcek, the EU special representative, met with Petar Petkovic, the head of Serbia's office for Kosovo, and Beznik Bizlimi, Kosovo's deputy prime minister, for negotiations on Wednesday the 23rd. After the meeting, Bislemi stated that Serbia will stop issuing special license plates and Kosovo will stop threatening people with fines for not having Kosovo plates. Kosovo's prime minister told Podgorica City Television on Thursday the 24th, a day after reaching an agreement on license plates in Brussels, that Serbia is not a normal country. Bosko Obradovic, the leader of the Deveri movement, believes that Kurti is a separatist and said that as such he should not criticize Serbia. Many Serbs think that even though the country is far from ideal, it is still not the worst. Political analyst Dragan Andjelkovic believes that Serbia is not a completely democratic country, but that Kosovo is no better. The opposition representative in the Serbian parliament, Aleksandar Olenek, said that Serbia is almost ruled by a dictatorship because the ruling SNS party is known for praising President Vucic unconditionally. So, many Serbs believe that politicians don't express their own views, but actually serve as puppets for the president. On that note about the license plate issue, on Friday the 25th, Kosovo's Football Federation said it had filed a complaint to the World Football Governing Body, FIFA, about a banner in the Serbian national team's locker room in Qatar. The banner shows a map of Kosovo with a Serbian flag within it, and with the words, quote, no surrender, end quote, which were seen as a reference to Serbs in northern Kosovo resisting government pressure to change Serbia-issued license plates for Kosovo-issued ones. The flag was pictured before Serbia played against Brazil on Thursday the 24th in the first round of the World Cup. 
The picture went viral among Twitter users from Kosovo, demanding that FIFA take action. FIFA quickly opened proceedings against Serbia's Football Association after the news. Speaking of FIFA, Viktor Orban, the Prime Minister of Hungary, wore a fan scarf with a map of the so-called Greater Hungary in a video posted on the 21st of November on his Instagram after meeting Hungarian soccer player Balaz Zsuzsák. The map of Greater Hungary is a map that represents the former territory of Hungary, parts of which today belong to Slovenia, Romania, Ukraine, Croatia, Slovakia, Austria, and Serbia. After the First World War, the territories were annexed to those neighboring countries. Among these territories, Vojvodina, which is a part of northern Serbia, is portrayed as if it were a part of Hungary. The map caused numerous diplomatic reactions, so Ukraine announced that it would invite the Hungarian ambassador to protest Orban's joke. The Ministry of Foreign Affairs of Serbia did not respond to this news. Moving on, two local self-governments in Serbia have decided to pay financial aid to employees and officials in order to overcome the energy shortage. Recall that on the 20th of November, Serbia's Minister of Energy, Dubravka Djedovic, announced an increase in electricity and gas prices. The authorities in Bajina Bashta in the west of Serbia and Niš in the south of the country faced condemnation from the opposition and some citizens with their decisions because the salaries of local officials are higher than the average salary in Serbia. Zorka Radojic, the head of the municipal administration of Bajina Bashta, explained that they plan to give financial aid to employees whose income does not exceed 120,000 dinars, or about $1,000. However, when these employees faced criticism, they claimed that they would donate this money to charity. The average salary in Bajina Bashta for August 2022 was close to 60,000 dinars, or about $500, and the average salary in Serbia is slightly higher and amounts to 75,000 dinars, about $650. Since we mentioned the EU Parliament, on Wednesday the 23rd, over 80 of its members asked the European Commission to include the Western Balkan countries in the free roaming area. MEP said this move should have come after von der Leyen's address that took place on the 14th of September to the European Parliament, when she pledged to bring Ukraine into the European free roaming area. Thomas Weitz, MEP and co-chair of the European Green Party, said that the integration of the Western Balkans into the EU is urgently needed. He added that this will also help face the daily hurdles citizens of the Western Balkans suffer due to the expensive roaming surcharges. In 2017, the European Union announced that it was considering cutting roaming charges for the Western Balkans following calls from EU candidate countries. Now on to some health updates. About 3,000 COVID-19 cases were confirmed and around 20 people have died this week. Compared to last week, the numbers have stayed the same. In other news, a couple of members of the Deveri movement, together with its leader, Bosko Obradovic, stated that in vitro fertilization with donated reproductive material from Spain and Denmark requires a special moral and ethical assessment. Prime Minister Anna Brnabic said on Twitter that these statements are shameful and explained that many people had to rely on IVF in order to become parents, but had to look elsewhere because Serbia didn't offer such treatments. Sociologist Chedomir Cupic said that Obradovic's statement regarding the genetic purity of a nation are very dangerous and racist. Another sociologist, Bratko Bozovic, pointed out that Deverdi's statement is the product of a primitive reasoning, which shows a misunderstanding of not only biology, but culture as well. On that note about bigotry, 
NGOs for the Protection of Human Rights in Serbia called on the authorities in Belgrade to vote in the UN on Tuesday the 24th to support the resolution condemning the violation of human rights in Iran. The resolution was put to the vote amid mass protests in Iran, sparked by the death of 22-year-old Masa Amini after she was arrested for allegedly not wearing her headscarf, which is against Islamic law. During the vote of the resolution in mid-November in New York, the representative of Serbia did not participate. Stasha Zeovic from the NGO Women in Black said that this attitude from the representatives of Serbia did not surprise her because Serbia has a long tradition of supporting dictatorial regimes and is guided by two basic criteria, non-recognition of Kosovo and export of weapons. Despite Western criticism, Serbia keeps working with Iran. According to the statements of the Serbian officials, they want to strengthen economic cooperation. And that's it for this week. You know, every week we work hard to pick the most important stuff in Serbia. What's talked about the most? What's big but flies under the radar? All the main stuff. Are we getting the mix right? Not a specific thing we've missed, although you can tell us that too. But what types of information do you want more or less of? Let us know at podcast at Rorschach.com. Todalinieg zvogam. Zvogam.